This is John Scalzi, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. I'm sorry. Penis. Oh, look at that. No! I'm Commander Shepard, and this is Casually Hardcore, my favorite podcast on the... Versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com the following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.org. Dot com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N dot com. I don't like this place. Alive. It's alive. It's alive. Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat, and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now, on with the show! For Sunday the 5th of August, oh my god, it's August, 2012, August. this is hardcore. Mm-hmm. I am no wise. I'm Grail. I'm Dexa. Welcome to our little corner of the Infoverse. Yeah. Where we have me <laughs> and you don't. <laughs> Unless you're Pusar, in which case you do. <laughs> yeah. You probably bathe in it if you're Pusar. <laughs> so Knowing her? Most likely. That is how she rolls. That's right. Has to absorb through the pores. <laughs> and you're doing it right. Yeah. This is not exactly wussy meat either. No, um, I'm I'm somewhat surprised um, at the strength. I floated the hydrometer in it, uh-huh. and it didn't so much float as go directly to the bottom of the cylinder. <laughs> ah. like, nice. That's either really bad or really, really good. good. <laughs> that just means that there's not a lot of water-type water. fluids left <laughs> exactly. in there. Exactly. It's all now more sort of ethanol. Ethanol <laughs> with a honey flavor. So yeah, my final gravity was 0.91 or something oh ridiculous God. like that. Um, so yeah, the yeasty beasties did their work mm-hmm. and did it well. And so yes, my uh, loving wife took the chillins and went off to the secret mountain lair with them on Friday, leaving me here to batch it for a couple of days because I could not leave town because I had a server migration, which is right. still ongoing, to deal with. 
but I also had some solo time to, oh, I don't get caught up on mounds of laundry and, oh, maybe keg some mead that's yeah. been sitting mm. in the downstairs shower stall staring at me for a couple of months now. I well, applaud your decisions. Yeah, exactly. Well, at least you got something Priorities. productive done. Priorities. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that is, I mean, that is the one upside to doing an over-the-weekend server migration is there's huge portions of it. They're just massive file copies and email exports that are just, you press the button and then you walk away for several hours. You right. check in every 10 minutes to make sure it didn't fail. Yeah. But there's nothing to actually do. So you're free to go and do other things like, oh, keg some meat. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, See, that's good. When I used to do those server migrations, I was stuck in a below zero uh, data center. See, I, I worked for that. small business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those <laughs> sucked. You had to bring a parka with you. This is the upside to working for small businesses right. is you can arrange to meet them at the end of business on a Friday, Yeah. scoop up the old server and the new server, take them home, and work on them Make here. Make the magic happen. And just meet them early Monday to right. introduce their workstation. Now, this, this particular client is going whole hog. They're converting to uh, IMAX at the same time. Mm. So they're going to run IMAX with Parallels Desktop with Windows 7 because they are accountants and there's packages that are only sure. available for Windows. So they're, they're going all the way, though. They're doing brand new Small Business Server 2011, all new IMAX with Windows 7 as well. So I get to play with all the fun stuff. Oh, that's nice. cool. Very cool. But on the upside, it's only three people. So it's oh, that's not totally manageable. Overwhelming then, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of nice billable hours with some really nice people as yeah. an added bonus. Right. Um, and I get to play with sexy new server hardware and yeah. all that fun Very stuff. Very cool. Not so it's, instead of cleaning off freaking viruses and malware, right. which the unfortunately in this day and age is the bulk of my time. Sure. I occasionally do get to be Santa Claus in this job, and I rather look forward to that. I can bring the fun toys to all the children. Yeah. <laughs> what? You get Nothing. No, I'm glad. You get an iMac. I, I, like I said, okay, I have a decision. It's perfect. I'm happy with the mead. Hey, it's all on. Oh, you are, you are pleased with the mead? I am pleased with the mead. So just a yep. little salute to the video wall. Are you even on the video wall? Yeah. Yes, we're on the video wall. Oh, okay. Are you scrolled down or something? So, actually, what we're doing is we're prepping. We're prepping for the Triwizard Tournament. That's right. Prepping. Do tell the children <laughs> at home. Actually, before we do that, we have some oh, yes. preparatory things preparatory to do. Because you know, that guy turned up on the video wall and reminded me. Like, oh, yeah, there's a beard there. The one who's licking people unwantedly? She licked him first. No, I don't know. Rocking the uh, sleeveless T-shirt that has another name for it, but... <laughs> but he doesn't have one of those. That's true. To do that too. That's true. So I guess is is it a beard abuser then? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> beard beater. <laughs> Speaking of beard beating, <laughs> if you're joining us live, and you should be. Is that a euphemism for masturbation? It probably is. It definitely is. I guess it depends on how hairy the individual is. You're beating the beard. So more, be more of a woman thing. Anyway, moving right along. Don't do drugs, kids. If you're joining us live, Groom and after a comment like that, <laughs> why the hell you would be is beyond me. But if you're an IRC and you find our producer, nay, IRC rep, the one and only Barry Von Awesome. Barry White, save my life. You're not on the video wall. I got booted from the you wall. You got booted from the wall. Damn you, video wall. 
Oh, well. We'll Turn fix down. it in we'll post. Fi- we'll fix it in post. Because <laughs> <laughs> for a live show with a live video stream, that makes perfect Obviously. sense. Obviously. Just stop talking. Entirely. I actually don't know what that means. I just like to say it. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this for how many years? It just seems like the thing we say anytime something goes wrong. So I figured you know. I'd just throw it out there. It's like my meat glass is empty. I'll fix it in post. <laughs> You have a growler full of it right there. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. The growler's home, going home with us full. Yeah. I see. There's a picture in the next room. That's right. There you go. This is the one bonus to having a... Crap ton of mead? Crap ton of anything that we brew where the Cornelius keg I have is just slightly too small to hold the entire batch. So, wow. oh darn, you got a whole bunch you need to consume right away. Right away. Oh, just twist my arm. So if you have things to bring to our attention, please send a personal message to the fur, the fur, a fur, good mead, aforementioned Barry V. Yes. And he will bring them to our attention, please. Mm-hmm. And thank you. Yes. Now, what the hell were we talking about other than... Drinking. Oh, yeah, sorry, wizard. Drinking. Conditioning. Conditioning, yes. This yes. Is strength con- conditioning. Strength conditioning for the The hammer is my penis, tournament. yes. Moving on. <laughs> uh, yes, for the Triwizard Tournament. So, Which, by the way, we all barely got in. Six minutes in the house we wanted to get into sold out. Slytherin yeah. Death Eaters were sold out within six minutes. There's only 50, but still. Right. Um, and it took like three days for them to get the 400 people, I think, right? 400. Yeah. Yeah, 400 yeah. people. Just so. Slytherin Death Eaters are apparently the cool kids. Slytherin Death Eaters and Va- uh, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw overall was the one that was because both their Death Eater and their Order of the Phoenix sides were like down to one and two people within six minutes of going live. Wow. Like that yeah. one filled up super fast. Well, that's interesting because that's not even one of the ones that would featured that heavily in, in the series. No. But they were the ones last year they were the ones that got the uh, they won the donation. Ah. Yes. So they definitely have active people that I think like that house quite a bit. So uh, but the Hufflepuffles still had room, of course, because nobody wants to be a Hufflepuff. And I don't know why, because <laughs> they were awesome. was awesome. Yeah. Like, we had a blast with Hufflepuff. I just wanted to do something different. So yep. we've done Gryffindor, we've done Hufflepuff, and this year we're Slytherin Death Eater. So we're going, if we're going to go evil, we're going evil all the way. Yeah. I'm going to need a cloak. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting us uh, the Dark Marks tattoos. So we'll have Dark Marks No, tattoos. I don't want to join a religion. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're temporary wussy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So no, um, they haven't posted either the bars we're going to or what's um, or any of the challenges yet. But this year they're doing something different. Where other than the 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 duels, which you duel the other house, the drinking duels. Right. They're also going to do special Horcruxes. So there's four Horcruxes you can find this year. You can find the rest next year. And if you go the year after that, you're actually going to fight Dark Lord oh eventually. God. So they're, they're Like there's Mary a theme. Poppins did in the uh, yes. Olympic ceremony? What Not the that hell I've was been that? able to I've it. never dropped acid, but I feel like I have now. <laughs> yeah. Moving right along. So yeah. So basically, um, it's going to be a ton of fun. It'll be good. I'm it's excited for it. It's going to be a it. ton of fun. We it are, always is a ton of fun. Yeah. So... And we'll have um, the the gentleman who actually puts this whole thing together and puts together the poker crawl for um, PAX East, because mm-hmm. East is Pokemon themed. Um, Atlas will be on the show. We're going to Skype with him in a couple next of week, weeks. Next week, I yeah. believe. I think, I think next it's week. next week, yeah. yeah. So. Yes, he'll be, he'll be Skyping in and tell us all about the gory details of yeah. Yeah. the pub crawl, what be called... The Triwizard Tournament. Yeah, yeah. And it's You look for forward char- to this way too much, woman. It's for charity. I love this. Check out what I'm doing this year. Oh, God. <laughs> so I bought little potion bottles 
little okay. tiny potion bottles, and I'm going to fill them with Goschlager, like a sh- about a shot of Goschlager, because that's about the size of the potion bottle. Okay. And I'm going to make them all to be Felix Felicius potions. Okay. And I posted on the, basically, I posted on the forums, if you find me and tell me you're not feeling lucky, you will get something from me. They don't know what it's going to be, but that's what it is. They're nice. going to get a shot of Goschlager. Awesome. So, yeah. So you can't <laughs> actually make a bubbling solid gold liquid. Yeah. Flex no. of gold will no. have to do. Flex of gold yeah. will do. Yeah. yeah, you could maybe figure Ooh. out a dyeing scheme to you make it. You could probably dye it. That's not worth it. It's goldish. not. No. Yeah, it's goldish. It's goldish. Yeah. So is urine. So. So is gold. Technically, I don't know if you have to. I go don't know right you well. I'm not sure over the internet. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> exactly. It is a drinking tournament after all. Well, actually, it's for, sorry, it's, it's for or, charity. It's organic. <laughs> <laughs> we know we're in Seattle. Oh Just by God. crossing the border into SeaTac, everything magically becomes organic. Well, no, but they're very into that stuff there. So you have to, like, you know, you have to package it correctly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Genuine organic potion. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Homemade. Considering they're using like lace wing fly or lace fly wings and bug parts and stuff, I'd say they're technically all their potions are very. Oh organic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. They really Just not are. necessarily your kind of organic you would want. To consume? Consume. consume. Yeah. Exactly. So technically, manure is 100% pure uh, organic. Yes, it is. You but don't I'm not going to it spread though. it on toast. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> Put it in your cereals okay, but not on toast? What? <laughs> Just... Well, you didn't qualify. You said I'm not going to put... You didn't say I'm not going to eat it. You said I'm not going to spread it on toast. Are you smoking crack? Yeah. So that's the only place you wouldn't put it? Silence! Okay. Just right. keep going. I got dozens of these. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we have so we have our finalized our team, which is actually quite large this year. It yeah. is, yeah. So absolutely. Daxa Grail, myself, Thumbelina and Gwenora, and joining us for the first time, uh-huh. Doc Dead. Doc yeah. Dead. Doc Dead will be That's joining right. us out there. Who is if you're gonna travel He's a partier. He is. He is yeah. He's I don't think we're going to have much arm twisting to get no. him to go out no. to this or any of the other activities we decide to partake in while we're there. Plus, yeah. he's a fellow cosplayer, so he's like a man after my own heart. Yeah. Is he going to cosplay at uh, PAX? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to cosplay, but I know he's been wanting to there's it always, some of the other ones. There's always a good amount of cosplay oh, there. So. Usually some pretty darn high quality stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I mean, you know, it'll be it'll be really neat. But again, even though it is a lot a lot of fun, we do raise a lot of money for Child's Play, so it is for charity. Even though we have an amazing time doing it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I've got just so freaking much I need to get done between now and then. It is slightly intimidated. Intimidating. Um, good weed. Good good weed. It's I'm gonna make him snarf me for his nose. <laughs> I get nothing else done today. He's. Got, I'm gonna have him coat the front of his iPad with a fine mist of mead. Mead. It's what you put your weed, weed in. in right. <laughs> wow. I can't imagine. You've taken like two sips, unless you had a glass before we got here. I know, seriously. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> You've only seen me uh, take a couple of sips. Gotcha. Um, call-in topic. Yes. So, yeah. 
The call-in topic today is kind of influenced by my last weekend or so of gaming, which has been all uh, co-op games. Mass mm-hmm. Effect 3, which I beat, and we'll talk about a little bit in the gaming segment next, especially about the endings, uh, has, unbeknownst to me, a really good multiplayer component to it. Like, it wasn't just tacked on. It was really good, lots of fun co-op. And then Daxa and I and Aridin <laughs> decided to try out Minecraft on the 360. Yes. And that tryout lasted for about six hours. <laughs> <laughs> Try out. Try out. (laughs) So it got me thinking about co-op games and the fact that there's... And when I say co-op, I know MMOs technically have co-ops, but I'm going to talk about specifically non-MMO co-op games. What I'd like to hear is what are people's favorite co-op games? And why? And why? Excluding MMOs. Excluding MMOs. I love co-op games. I think those are some of the best experiences playing with other people, doing things cooperatively. Uh, and I would love to hear, especially with some games that I haven't played co-op before. Um, but I think we'll give, I know Daxa has hers, I have mine, so we'll give you some time over the break to think of yours, and we'll talk about it next segment. So we'll get our co-op games out there, at least some of our favorites, and then let you guys call in in the fourth segment to tell us all about yours. Mm-hmm. Now that we're nearly done with the segment, so we've got about 10 minutes left, I can actually play the intro. Tangents! are kind of a big deal. It's really good mead. <laughs> We're so hardcore, s- we don't need an intro. We don't need an intro. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need no stinking intro. Yeah, get that crap out of here. <laughs> Penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, are we doing this right uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Thank well, God we got to do that again. That's, I know that's that was great. that was really awesome. <laughs> I, I was really hoping that we'd get to experience that again on air. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Well, it's been a while since we touched the drop-in panel. Oh. Oh, I've had to forget what some of these even mean. Excuse me. Mm. <laughs> oh. Okay then. Okay. I see there. So right, we have uh, you know, husband. And I'm sorry. Excuse me. Right. Yeah, got it. Oh, my duck, his pants have disappeared. And a little bit of grill. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It involves pants. It involves grill. It's always right. good to have a little bit of grill. <laughs> <laughs> so I did the... Uh, <laughs> I had built out the uh, gaming rig. I used some of the time to actually get some games installed. And oh, cool. You know, I'd gone in and I'd canceled my sub for Old Republic. Right. Um, but I have, you know, gameplay through sure. like the 23rd or something. I told you about the, the Alderaan experience. Yes, <laughs> that was horrible. And then before I accepted their their transfer offer, I went up to the Imperial Fleet. Yeah, I was the only person on the Imperial oh Fleet. Oh my god! So you want to talk about an empty freaking, freaking server? Wow. Go to the auction house, empty because nobody. Yeah, all of nobody. Uh, yeah. Apparently, you're uh, like the. La- I was the last. <laughs> Man standing on hyperspace cannon. If only the uh, if only the Death Star would have fired when you were an Alderaan. <laughs> it's like one little oh voice called God, out. <laughs> <laughs> Cried out in terror and it's suddenly, suddenly silenced. silenced. <laughs> uh, <laughs> eh, oh well, let's go on. <laughs> so, so it's like a single voice cried out in meh. In meh. Yeah. <laughs> And was, uh, you know, and then was quiet. 
Oh my god. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah. Though so if you go go to the Woodstock 4 coverage on Alpha Geek Radio and listen to the uh, Star Wars A New Hope uh, re-rendered as tweets. Oh, oh I nice. haven't done that one. <laughs> Alderaan is not here. Screw Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, that's funny. I did. Li- I did Spider listen. Face. Yeah. I did listen to some of the Woodstock, uh, or view actually the video. Yeah, we got the videos. Yeah, right. so I did view some of the videos, which were really good. If you guys haven't seen them, you definitely need to go and, and yeah. check them no, out. They did a rocking good two two camera coverage, soundboard audio. Mm-hmm. We we achieved what we wanted to, which was to get the the, the cut above the really bad audio camera phone. Yeah, um, right. coverage that you normally get a bootstock and do it upright because so. they let you do it. Yes, right. So. And it's always good when <laughs> they let so you do that. Check yeah. out the front page of vtwproductions.com. You'll see a link to some of the ones I thought were the better ones, but also at the very bottom, and that's a link to the everything. entire everything. Everything, yeah. and they're all awesome. It cool. Was a, it was a really good, uh, good bootstock this year. Is bootstock? It's just one day, right? Currently, okay, yes, yeah. You know, they have grand plans to actually turn it into a festival. I know, like thing. every year, it seems like the show becomes longer and longer. So I'm guessing it's they're kind of proud. That's, probably, that's a point of pride, for right? Them. Right. Um, though they're hitting, they're hitting like the legal limits. Yeah, yeah. Of like we can't keep all these gaffers and everybody right. else here any longer. We need you to wrap this up, or it's going to start costing us a lot of money. Right. Every minute. That's yeah. what they were doing during the Captain's Wife's Lament. Lament. They're like, all right, you guys are costing me money now. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fairly yeah. awesome. Mm. So it was good. Yes. So if and again, if you have if a Woodstock comes near you and you have the if you have the means, means. I highly recommend Mint, picking yeah. one up. Um, Total Recall opened this weekend. Yeah. Do you have Yay. any interest in it? No. Yeah. No. Not me even either. slightly. Yeah, I've read a review that made me go, huh. I might be able to get my mind set correctly and go see it and have fun. Basically, it's the Starship Trooper. Effect. Effect. I mean, not that, not, that, not that Total Recall had anything to do with its source material, which was, we'll remember it for you wholesale. Right, right. right. I mean, other than a few little borrowed concepts. Right. But nonetheless, Total Recall was epic. It's, it is by far my favorite Arnold movie I've ever, you know, of all time. I mean, within the ballywick of Arnold, Arnold movies? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, an Arnold movie is a very particular yeah. type of thing. Yeah. It's got... It's got a certain cojones to it. <laughs> Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> See you at the party, Richter. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Oh. So, but yeah, basically the review is don't try to compare the two. Because They're not you, of the same kind. Well, no, basically you'll find it lacking if you do that. Uh-huh. If you go in and accept the fact that this is just a different sci-fi movie than, and not relate it to Total Recall. It basically said it has some really interesting stuff to it. Yeah, see, I was able to, to wrap my rind, mind around the Starship Troopers is not right. Starship Troopers. Yeah. Same thing as, you know, iRobot is not iRobot. Right. And for dumb, fun, summer action popcorn movies, both of those stand up mm-hmm. great yep. if you just forget the title. Yep. So what you're saying is what you've read is take that same kind of attitude towards this and you may just have have a, a good action sci-fi good time. Right. I think that's basically it. And, then, and they made mm-hmm. one other change that kind of, I think, deflates it a little bit. They don't go to Mars. Well, that is a huge yeah. change that sucks. But even on a smaller to- part, mm-hmm. the enemies he mainly faces are robots. 
or hmm. androids or stuff like well, that. Well, I saw a lot of that combat in the trailers, and it looked pretty damn fun. Yeah. It looks. Um, it, it, they said the special effects were great, and a lot of the technology they introduced was really interesting. So then they go, "What you know? It really would have been cool to see what they would have done with Mars." Right. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, so." I like I said, I'm sure I'll probably see it at some point. I mean, part of the I'll use air quotes here fun uh-huh. of the original one was the over the top gratuitous violence. Yeah. Well, so it was, that uh, piece it was a uh, what was that? Vo- Vo- What's the director's Verhoeven. name? Verhoeven. Verhoeven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although Paul Verhoeven. You had really massive mental scarring from World War II. Yeah. And he wants to share it with all yeah, of us. Exactly. So every time you go into a Verhoeven film, a la Starship Troopers, which sure. is another one. Sure. Um, if you remember that, things suddenly make a lot more sense. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is a tortured individual. And now it's my turn. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, I've suffered for my art. Now it's your turn. Yeah. Boom. You must suffer with But me. no, I mean, that was part of the... Why it was such a great experience? It was the com- the the violence, and it was so visceral. It was just in your face, and so it it took it to another level. Over the top. Like I said, I mean, for me also, it was the best movie experience I've ever had. Was going to see Total Recall when I was young, ah. because the entire I mean, it was a packed theater, and like Schwarzenegger's name came up at the beginning, <laughs> and the entire crowd just cheered, and like it was the most rowdy rock, <laughs> and everybody was just so into it. It was such a good experience. See that. That's a rare occurrence yeah. anymore, and I really, I, I treasure those times when you get a really involved crowd, right. crowd yeah. with high energy. Um, yeah. I can't even remember the last time. I know it's so rare when you get that. Like at the end of Dark Knight Rises, the entire crowd applauded. Yes, but I mean, there was no like uh, during the whole movie, everybody's very silent because mm-hmm. it was so intense. But yeah, I haven't been to one that's such a rocking like just. I mean, outside of a. A niche like you know Rocky Horror or something right. like that, yeah, where it's like expected exactly. that yeah. you're you're supposed to be involved. Up and back, right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only one I have to clean one, one wall. wall. Exactly. That's right. But I digress. That's a couple of well hung speakers. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh yes. So from the Black Void, <laughs> Barry B. A. Where did it go? Um, says. A sci-fi good time is the same promise I give to girls that go on dates with me. <laughs> that explains that so That explains why you much. have no dates, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Thus the beer beater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to feel sorry for that guy. Uh, uh, see you, Pax. <laughs> <laughs> Can't uh, wait to get together. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was sad to see that uh, you know, Sakani had gotten, you know, he had come in late and had gotten three separate one-day passes. Oh, I know. And then is now unable to attend. I know. This That's really sad. So, Sakani, I really enjoyed seeing you at yeah. Spectacular, and we'll miss you uh, at PAX Prime. For sure. Uh, we, will, we will send you much content to try and make it better. Yeah, make it better. Here's all the stuff you're missing. <laughs> yeah. Wait, let's reconsider that, yeah, shall we? Yeah, I know. It's like when I was in high school and you get to school and somebody's like, hey, I saw you walking to school today. I'm like, why didn't you stop? (laughs) 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 You suck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 Tangent, since we're in the tangent section, speaking (laughs) of Mm sci-fi, while I was lounging about the place Mm -hmm. uh, in the downtime that my lovely and awesome wife Gave me for these last day and a half. Yeah, um, I had one of those sci-fi moments because mm-hmm. I'd, I'd been burrowing around in Hulu Plus. 
Okay. And I'm a big fan of uh, Anthony Bourdain's No Reservations. Oh, yeah. Great mm-hmm. show. Love it. His original series that went for one season on yeah. Food Network before he moved to travel to yeah. is now available deeply buried in Hulu Plus. Oh, cool. Um, it, it is basically, it is No Reservations. Yeah. It's just what they did before and with a less supportive network. Right. Um, and with a much younger Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, he's like not gray at all. Yeah. Damn. It's all the drugs he does. Yeah. Drink, drinking. <laughs> Hard well, there, There's plenty of that. Yeah. You actually get to see him meet Zamir for the first time. Oh, really? Oh, really? Because basically they recycled a lot of their content oh. and went back to the same places. So they had the same fixers. So you see ah. a lot of very familiar faces. Gotcha. But you actually get to see his first meeting with Zamir and you get to hear him say, I think I'm going to like this guy. Yeah. And knowing where he goes, goes with, with that, that later. Thing, it's like, yeah. Yes, you are, Tony. Oh, yes, cool. you are. But... So number one, found obscure content that was just for me. Yeah. But then I did the whole moment of okay, oh the dryer just buzzed. Mm. So pause the PS3, run Hulu Plus on the iPad, resume playback. Twelve seconds later, I'm walking down the hall, continuing to watch my show. It gets in range of my Bluetooth jam box that I left in the laundry room. Mm-hmm. Get my loud audio going there and start sorting my laundry out of the dryer. And I stopped and said, wait, that was total Star Trek right there. (laughs) It is a good time to be a nerd. Were you like, laundry, fold yourself. Yourself. (laughs) Yeah, if only. (laughs) Computer, fix the food slot. Laundry, white, hot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. But just the moment of, I can totally do this. That's cool. Like, Yeah. That and the uh, extra whammy of finally available on the App Store iOS is the Amazon Prime right. video. So for those of us who have, or just Amazon Instant Video in general. Mm-hmm. But if you have Prime, Prime you get it al- already included. It's part of it. Yeah. So it's I can watch nice. you know, the, one, the one movie I've purchased, which was the Captain America First Avenger. Oh, yeah. Is in my library. And then the unlimited live streaming I get is by being a Prime member is all there. Like, sure. This is one of the things that was lacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was happy to see that, of course, that'll affect Apple TV as well. Yeah. And the new Apple TV has shipped, and it's all of 90 bucks. Well, that's not bad. So they're mm. right in Roku territory yeah. now with the genuine yeah. Apple TV. And now it does things like they're they're filling in the gaps where they they had been being dicks about it, right? Because like, we don't like you to duplicate uh, you know functionality of our device. Like uh, consumers want to consume their products, you make consumption devices. Stop trying to tell cock, me what I need. Us, basically. Yeah, what I have to consume and what I don't want to consume. <laughs> yeah, basically, I, I must consume it. Well, took her a second. She's a little slow on the uptake today. No, I don't know what's just, going. This whole show, <laughs> if you really listen to it. <laughs> if you really listen, <laughs> I already have the, really? I have the title all picked out. It's really good mead. Yeah. <laughs> Durr. Oh, all right. Continue. Sorry. I'm just saying they're they're obviously they're moving into the okay. We're going to compete with the Roku's, and we're going to give you what you want. Yeah. Because I'll I'll switch to an Apple TV. You know, next time I have some spare money to throw around. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> just so that I can have the one added feature of AirPlay. So if mm-hmm. I've got something playing on the iPad, I can very easily flick it up to the TV. Yeah, that's for me is the only thing that I lack from my Xbox 360. Right. Yes. Because otherwise, that damn that thing does perfect. everything. 
So because Microsoft wants your business just as much as Apple does. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. So they're both working hard for it, and when there's good competition like that. We win. No, yeah, no doubt. Which so. is the reason we purchased uh, Minecraft on the Xbox, even though Aridin uh, already has it for the computer. Instead of buying two copies, we ended up buying three because big TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just, I mean, obviously six hours worth of comfortability, <laughs> each of us sitting on a couch or a comfy chair being yep. able to play. So. No, no, not the comfy chair. Yeah. All right. That brings us handily to our very <laughs> first break. You are listening to casually, excuse me, to Hardcore. 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 Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We were talking about Woodstock 4.0 earlier. I have a track there, The Double Clicks, with Molly Lewis. This track is called Not a Very Good Boyfriend. We shall return right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. He had the shiniest of hair And he walked into the room with an authoritative air His carefully shaped eyebrows so severe You could barely even tell where the prosthetics met his ears I fell in love with a Spock impersonator From his ears down to his phaser and his sweet communicator I thought my search for love was at an end But being highly logical did not make him a very good boyfriend Next day, when I first saw his furrowed brow I knew the ideal man had come and found me somehow I mean, what else could I think? When he looked me in the eye and told me Prune juice is a warrior's drink I fell in love with a wharf impersonator From his forehead to his baldric and his badge communicator I thought my search for love was at an end But being strong and angry did not make him a very good boyfriend why did I come to this con? Hi! This day has been. <laughs> Are we ready to behave? Oh, why did I come to this con? This day has been nothing but a roll. Of emotion. I don't have the time or money to wait in line to see Leonard Nimoy. 
But look over there, what an interesting boy. I fell in love with a Q impersonator, which seemed like a bad idea even 30 minutes later. I thought my search for love was at an end. But he transported me to another dimension and played psychological games with me and my friends. This is Danielle Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually Harker continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. What? You can't, you can't say con in a room full of 1,400 nerds and not get a con. So yeah, hold was, your, yeah. Chat yeah. in her hands. <laughs> Pull the elbows. Yeah. In. It's all about the position of the elbows. Right. My God. Bones. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the boons. Look at the uh, boons. <laughs> All right. There's some who would call me Tim. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, uh, um, geeks in the gaming world. All right. Geeks in the gaming world. Yes. Do we have a drop-in for geeks in the gaming? You have came on already. It already Did played. It? However, I don't listen to the show. We, <laughs> for the very first time, oh yeah, get to say, where did it go? Where did it go? There it is. Geeks in a Gaming World, brought to you by Sebastian, who yeah. writes, Seems like we underestimated this segment. Now that we did, let's move on. But first, all hail the sentient cloud. All right. Whatever the hell that means. We got it. <laughs> See, kids, if you send us $5 via the Sponsor a Segment link on the Casually Hardcore homepage, you too can write whatever weird freaking thing you want to write, and I have to read it. Yeah. Within reason. Yeah, and and <laughs> and Gnome has to read it. And we don't have much reason on this show. So. That was very important. Right. Gnome has to read it. Oh, that's a good point. Drink your meat, wench. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so let's hear. We'll start off the gaming segment with our call and topic answer. What is your favorite co-op game? Daxa. Oh, okay, so my favorite co-op game is Gauntlet. Because, and, and pretty much every... Elf shot the food. Shot. <laughs> Warrior needs, needs food, food badly. badly. <laughs> yeah. Warrior is about to <laughs> die. <laughs> ah. That was me a lot. Mostly, well, because of things like that. You know, the, the voice, it, it's just sticks in your head. And I've had such great times with friends where they do dumb things like, or mean things like steal all the gold. Right. <laughs> shoot every piece of food ever available. <laughs> And just get you and open the chest that has death in it, even though they know it has death in it. Yeah. And we have no potions. And no potions. <laughs> so, yeah. I, and I, we had a blast playing it with Aridin until yeah. we found out he was a loot whore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was not good. And we, that, we've played WoW well with him. You should have figured right. this out already. Oh, no. This was when he was really young. He oh, was probably, yo. what, like the seven? The seed was planted at the young yeah. age. He was like seven, and he is the biggest loot yeah. whore ever. 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 So, but yeah, Gauntlet, great memories playing since 
Oh, actually, since we met. Yeah, because I had it. I had the little four-player adapter for the Genesis yeah. and Gauntlet for the Genesis, where you wow. could play all four players. And yeah, we played the crap out of that, and then onwards to like I think it was on Super Nintendo. Yeah. Because that's when they redid Gauntlet and kind of gave it the 3D feel. The Dreamcast. Yeah, Dreamcast had had some additions and even on the Xbox. So that's a good one. Yeah, I love that. The Gauntlet's awesome. Gnome. What is your... Gnome Do you have a co-op game that stands out for you? Yeah, I mean, it's one that you have the option of playing co-op on. And actually, a couple different iterations of this style of game. So back in the day, it was Spaceward Ho. Oh, okay. Also affectionately known as the Ho. 4X. Um, where it was basically Galactic Conquest sure. turn-based, uh, which they kind of sort of revived. Delta Dow Software put out a version for the uh, iPad. Yes. Lacking multiplayer, so it kind of defeats Aww. the entire purpose. <laughs> like, um, oh, this sucks, because the whole point of Spaceward Ho was either teaming up with your friend's and dominating. And dominating mm-hmm. or beating the snot out of each other. Uh, uh, Starbase Orion. Starbase Orion. Is it a, mo- a modern iteration? It's of basically the they took Masters of Orion okay. and put it onto the iPad. Okay. And called it something different because of legal reasons. Yeah. Well, Momu <laughs> was very much... Yes. Same Same, same kind genre. of idea. Sure. Um, the more modern version, the more fast-paced version... Um, both for PC via Steam and iPad was Galcon Fusion. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is basically a real-time hyped-up version of no Space nonsense. No nonsense. Throw your breed as many triangular ships as you can and lay waste to your neighbors. That's right. As quickly as possible. Cool. Uh, kept me sane online at uh, PAX two years ago. Nice. Yeah. You're all doing zombies on your lawn. I'm doing right. <laughs> tap drag, tap drag, <laughs> tap drag, tap drag. I need a new one for this year. Yeah, no. Yeah. I got confusion. Yeah, I recommend it's it a good one. Um, I have Streets of Rage two on the Genesis. Oh God! I have played. A friend of mine and I played through that game, literally about it must be over two hundred times. Damn. We play it like every week. We would play it like four or five times. We would run through it just on a like spending the night at his house. We would run mm-hmm. through that game. And just this year, he found a version of it for the Wii and downloaded it on their online store. <laughs> and we went over to his house and played through it again. That's one of the things that the, the Wii Virtual Console. Yeah. Um, it's just it's virtual consoles for the various platforms. Um, but. Nintendo has one of the stronger catalogs. Yeah, because they have all the old Genesis games. Well, they also they nice. had the TurboGrafx yeah. 16 games, which is what they that's how they got my money. Right. Because um, I was a TurboGrafx boy. Because you know, superior in every way. Therefore, of course, it's the one that's going to fail, fail the hardest. The worst, yeah, it's the uh, beta max yeah. of gaming. Well, I mean, it was the only one that <laughs> had a full color active matrix screen portable. Right. Yeah. Then you took the freaking cartridge out of the and main deck and there. put it in the portable, and you played the same game. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. We still don't have that today. I well, know. Sega did that with the Nomad as well, but that was this it. one's batteries lasted more than sixteen oh, yeah. seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, the TurboGrafx was all. I mean, yeah. Military Madness. I love mm-hmm. that game still to this day. So yeah, the Wii Virtual Console. I got you know Bonk's Adventure. Yeah. I got Bonk's Revenge. There was uh, Raiden. I think was the the right, side scrolling right, ship right. game. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. no, it's good. But Streets of Rage 2, I think they also, the Xbox Live now is putting out a lot of their Genesis Greatest Hits games. So you can get it on there Very as good. well. But like the one dude, his name was Alex, and he, like everybody had their special move. And we have no idea what he's saying. So we always called it Get the Paw. 
because he does this like up, flaming uppercut thing and literally towards the later stages all you're doing is your special move so all you hear is get the ball get the ball get the ball <laughs> okay <laughs> that and like uh, in stage seven when you're going up this elevator I swear to god the techno music they had in this game that was back in the early 80s has been sampled over and over <laughs> again today. in current music <laughs> it's like god damn <laughs> So yeah, that's that's my favorite of all time. Excellent. Yeah. Great so games. all of you, warm up your copies. Warm of up Skype. your copies yep. of Skype. Warm, warm up, up your brain. Warm up your brains, <laughs> and think about your favorite co-op play yeah. experience. Whether it's a multiplayer game, where you can opt to gang up, or ones that are designed simply for side-by-side co-op play. We want to hear about it. All right. So since uh, Emperor. Managed to respawn a new new one. Yes, there will be no episode of Emperor's Court today, but for the happiest possible exactly. reason. Exactly. Yes. Uh, with the arrival of Emperor's Prince. Prince, uh, his son was born earlier in the week, and happy, healthy, level one human has been rolled. The uh, Crown Prince has yeah. arrived. Bow down before exactly, him. Yeah, the <laughs> sign, the seventh seal has been broken. <laughs> <laughs> now they. Uh, so with that though, then I can make this segment go longer, which is yes, awesome. You can. So yeah. I want to talk about Mass Effect Three real quick. Um, there will be a little bit of spoilers in here, so if you have not played through the game that came out four months ago or five, however long ago, too bad. Um, since I know you guys probably will never play through it, <laughs> mm, highly unlikely. Not. So, anyways, there's a lot of angst over the endings enough that Bioware basically put out an extended version for free and added a fourth option that added a fourth option which was basically a big middle finger to all the gamers at least the way I looked at it but nonetheless they did add a fourth option in there Um, the fourth option was was a valid option I'm not going to play your your game you manipulative yeah, but the the fourth option was basically like the bad oh, guys you, win. You don't want to play. Continues. Yeah, you don't want to play our game. Then fine, we, all you die. Yeah, <laughs> everyone like, dies, and the cycle continues. All right. So I mean, but that's what would happen if you chose that. <laughs> right. At the same time, though, I think they lost a little bit. I mean, I was not super like, oh my god, I'm going to write Bioware and sue them for ruining my gaming experience. But when you think about it, they really the entire series was based around you have choice. Right. You're, you're, there's always another option, was always what the whole mantra of the series was. And then at the end, they basically said, you don't have any other option. Right. So it was, that's why there was so much pain. And even pain. during the ramp up to Mass Effect 3, they talked about how your choices were going to lead to this massive tree of possibilities and the vastly different endings you would experience based on your myriad of choices. Mm-hmm. And they so obviously overpromised and realized, yeah. holy crap, we can't deliver something that complex in a reasonable period of time. And so it's here's your three colors. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, and again, it's not to say that Mass Effect 3 is a bad game. It was a really good game. They just overpromised. They just, it was just the ending. I mean, there are some set pieces in it that are incredible. The dealing with the genophage was awesome that storyline fixing the which if you haven't played the game it's basically there's a race of giant turtle or frogs that are like the big warlike creatures that in order to deal with this race that bred so much they gave them a plague that basically cut their birth rate down to less than 10 percent so 
they kind of neutered the population. And so the whole throughout all three games, you're dealing with this race wanting to get back to the point where they can have kids again, right. and not have all these stillbirths. And so you, the the set piece that ends with the culmination of that was really well done. Probably the most emotional point I had during the whole series. Um, and the, the entire game is really a nice farewell to all these characters that you've seen and, and dealt with through the game. And then, like I mentioned earlier, the multiplayer was fantastic. I'm playing that right now. I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. Uh, so it's definitely worth the playthrough. It's just a shame the ending. They didn't. It's like, well, we're not going to give you the ending that everybody out there really wants for their shepherd, which is you pull it together. You go through all the side missions. You get all the damn galactic readiness up. You should have a chance. And you don't. Right. So that was that's I understand the angst, but it shouldn't detract from the fact that it really, really was a good game. I mean, it was from a writing standpoint, from a dramatic standpoint, it was well done. Yeah, it was a these forces are so beyond yeah Superman syndrome basically that you can't you cannot win. There is no winning. You can just. Lose the least. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you're basically doing spin control because, from what I gather, <laughs> it's like our political system. <laughs> <laughs> How awfully timely. Of you. Yeah. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> no. Sad yes. because it's so damn true. Uh, uh, okay, anyway. back to something fun. Please. All right, so anyways. Because <laughs> yeah, our political system doesn't have Reapers, so. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's no. my... Uh, that is cool. That's my, uh, my diatribe on that. So anyways, in that vein, Mass Effect 3 download content has been announced called Leviathan, which is interesting. It's the first download content since the original download uh, content that came when the game released from Ashes, which was single player. This is the first single player content now they've added uh, up until this point. They put a bunch of free... Uh, multiplayer add-ons, which mm-hmm. have been awesome because the multiplayer mode is awesome. So now this new one is supposed to deal with giving you more history of the Reapers. Uh, you get some new weapons, obviously new missions, meet some new characters. So, and, you know, I'm, I'm so into it right now, I probably will check out this download content and see if they flesh this out a little bit more. Um, but it sounds good. I'm pretty excited for it. Almost makes me want to play it. Oh, the, almost. it's good. I mean, yeah, almost. <laughs> if you didn't have to deal with the stupid Mako in game one, which is the roving land vehicle that controls like a drunk turtle smacked out on her. Looks heroin. like a fish, <laughs> moves like a fish, yeah. steers like a cow. Yeah. <laughs> and then if like in part two, if you didn't have to deal with the stupid finding the minerals part... I would play through all Doesn't three of them. Doesn't everyone love resource gathering? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but the first time through, it's not horrible. It's just you it got your makes Starcraft you not want to go back. Apparently, playing game. apparently, you love resource gathering. We spent six hours doing it yesterday. <laughs> you started out by getting your wood, right? Oh, we all, we actually, our first first place to generate it was like this barren wasteland of snow and mountain with no trees. We're like, this sucks. We can't find wood anywhere. Uh, so. Wait, there was, there was two, no, four trees. Yeah. And Grail was, and we were both heading to them and then it got night and Grail's like, these two trees are mine. I'm going to leave you those two trees. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh boy. It was, it was, So we had, we, we created the world and, yeah. and we got a new one and. 
Now we have. Now I'm. I'm. My mission is. I'm building Kelathan. He is. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it could go up as long as soon as we have a lightning storm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Apparently, a light. I've just found this out this morning that lightning can actually strike my tree Please. or house and like set it on fire, and my entire house is made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> like on top uh, of trees. Yeah. So wood on trees. <laughs> Let's stop and consider. Yeah, I might have to put like a stone canopy. Urban planning. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, All right. All right. From the finally uh, department. Yes. Mm-hmm. Electronic Arts. Suze Zynga. Yeah, exactly. Says it copied The Sims Social. This is from Reuters. Video game publisher Electronic Arts Incorporated followed the. F- Lawsuit on Friday against Zynga Incorporated, accusing the social gaming company of copying key elements of EA's The Sims Social with its title, The Ville. And I love the attitude that EA has taken in some of their uh, Twitter commentary on this, which is basically, yeah, we're not the first company to be screwed and have our property stolen we are the first with enough corporate assets to take your asses down, and we're going to do it on behalf of all, of all these, these small companies that you have screwed. Because <laughs> when I think of champion of the little guy, yeah. I think EA. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they are perhaps trying to do a little positive. Oh, I'm PR. sure. Yes. Most hated country in the U.S. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Bazinga is not. I mean, I'm talking about a bottom feeder. Uh, I mean, they've. They've certainly done their their bit of consuming companies, you know, draw right. something and all right. the way where they're doing it the right way there. They're rewarding a developer by paying for their product and then just running it into the ground. But the developer got their big paycheck. Right. Right. Instead of just outright stealing Genius. ideas, which yeah. is the other part of their business model. Yeah. Now the other thing I've seen is a lot of articles recently just showing Zynga's business tanking of late. Uh, just the the whole social media gaming thing would appear to have reached its apex, and yeah, I think you can only once you've played a game that has an energy and a respawn time for that energy, and you can buy real money to speed it up. Once you've played one of those, you've pretty much played, played them all. all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and the whole reskinning that and redoing it over and over again, or stealing ideas from other people and reskinning them, yeah, uh, getting old and that, and I just think the whole People in general are getting burned out on social media gaming. Yeah. It's just the number of things I've had to block from my... I mean, I, and I do not use Facebook right. heavily at all. Mm-hmm. And it, I mostly go in there to great, block that app, block that app, block mm-hmm. that I don't want to hear about it, don't want to hear about it, don't want to hear about that. And just the, the general vibe is people are kind of starting to burn out on Facebook as inevitably was going to happen. It's coupled with the amount of news time Facebook has had since their IPO and the IPO not going particularly well. From a business standpoint, people realizing this, Facebook doesn't actually create anything. Mm-hmm. Or they're done creating. They created the platform with which we interact with each other and mm-hmm. we create content for each other. Right. right. There's no money in that. Yeah. Other than sticking an advertisement up along the right-hand side of the page. Which everybody ignores. Which everyone just... We have this one-inch wide blind spot on the right-hand side of yeah. our screen whenever we're in Facebook. Um, so how do you monetize that without pissing off your user base and driving people away? All right. That and there's interesting stuff emerging about click fraud on 
the advertisements that Facebook sells. So you buy advertising time, and what people are coming out and saying is, hey, I did a lot of testing and metrics, and 80% of the click-throughs are from this mysterious botnet. (laughs) And the only person that would have any reason to have a botnet that clicks, that does fake clicks on a Facebook ad would be Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Yep. So either someone has gone to an awful lot of trouble to make them look bad, or, or we've found something evil. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'll be interesting to see where that pans out. But I think there's just, when, when Zynga's tanking, I'm glad that EA is standing up to them. Um, right. And well, I mean, yeah, in, in, in the end, I think EA is obviously much more of a gaming company than Zynga. Right. Zynga is a let's make money off people type company. With well, so is EA. I mean, it, definitely. Well, yeah. they actually, they, they occasionally, but EA does they occasionally, occasionally make an actual game. Yeah, they spawn out a few games every once in a while. No, they stick a new number at the end. and <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's not a bad thing. Occasionally they get it right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, this is definitely a year of the sequels and a lot of the sequels. Yeah, no kidding. The newest picks and stuff of Assassin's Creed 3 looks like, oh my God, how are they getting the hardware to do that? So there's there's impressive stuff coming. Black magic. But do you know what else is coming? Yes, I do. Rise of what the Triad. is returning. Yes. Rot. I mean, <laughs> I just love this game. the memories... <laughs> Um, I remember you know, riding the little disc elevators up, oh, and <laughs> I just the firewalls. The firewalls. That's what I'll, I'll always remember. <laughs> it's like you're. God damn it! Like I killed three people. I'm doing. Oh my god! There's a giant wall of fire coming towards me, and you have no, no chance of going getting out of that. Oh, that and the homing missiles. I mean, <laughs> that. Or what was it? Drunken missiles. Yes. Yeah. Those. Oh my god! That game. I mean, your average life expectancy in that game was probably around. 10 seconds. Which is actually great for me because that's normally my life expectancy right. at first person shooters. So when everyone's is the same, it was awesome. Yeah. The insane way. I mean, God. That for game, those of you who don't know, Rise yes. of the Tribe was one of the early multiplayer LAN first person shooter games mm-hmm. that really had decent networking code yeah. and supported what, how many players? Could we His, Eight? I know we normally eight did so? eight. Yeah. We, yeah, we normally did eight. Because at the time, it was right after Doom, right. which was a four-player only. Mm-hmm. So I think that one came out with eight, and we're like, oh, my God. And they, they were starting to, to take advantage of uh, GL. Um, oh. Um, 3FX had their cards. Yeah, it was. Uh, Voodoo cards. Um, what was OpenGL? Oh, no, no, it wasn't OpenGL. It was before OpenGL. Right. I know what you're talking about because I had a card that did It was that. the 3DFX yeah. add-on card. Yeah. It was during that era of if you wanted, because you, your 3D card was a separate piece of hardware that yeah. would take over when there was 3D. And the original Voodoo card, which everyone tried laughed. So who's going to spend $400 on a secondary video card just to play games? And then you saw the Quake, the Quake demo, did. and you're like, must have <laughs> now. Look at the water. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, that was good. We all had our Voodoo cards, or the Voodoo 2 all-in-one was, or not the Voodoo 2, the Voodoo, I forget what the first thing. They finally it was it together. 3D something. I yeah, can't 3DFX was the... No, it was, yeah, 3DFX, that's a company, but... Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember the name. I know exactly what you're talking about. I cannot. They were a, a real first 3D accelerated yeah. game 
with live head-to-head land play, yep. mm-hmm. multiplayer, first-person shooter, <laughs> and did a number of friendships. Um, I remember we did a land session. I think it was at your old ha- like apartment. No, I think it was at a... We, we did multiple. See Dragons one. But yeah, yeah, it could have been that as well. But they... Uh, we would usually gather at yeah. yeah. Chasm's yeah. But like, yeah. I mean, like to launch into multiplayer, you had like a DOS box oh, God, open, yes. <laughs> and you went through all this, and finally you got everybody on there. And this is the back in the days of Coax with 10 T. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, the game itself, it was it was just so Mayhem. fast, and yeah. it was just m- complete madness. <laughs> like, run, pick up whatever gun you have, and just start firing it. Yep. It doesn't really matter if there's even people that you can even sort of see, because most of the time the weapon's tracked or was such a, a large area effect, you'd hit something. Yep. So like you'd run around a level and just fire off firewalls, and they would be these gigantic walls of fire that would just go off into the distance, and maybe things would die. So from the list of features here, of course... First one, very first one, flame wall. Yeah. yeah. You got to have the flame wall. Firebomb, split missile, drunk missile, yes. Excalibat. Oh, the Excalibat. Yeah. The grenade bat. Good. Yeah. <laughs> you would launch fools with that. Yep. Oh. So, it, this, can, this can even be just an okay multiplayer first-person shooter, but if they get the nostalgia part right. Yeah. They will have hordes of, of early multiplayer gamers lining up to yeah. buy this. Do not be Duke Nukem forever. No, God, no. That's all I ask. Yeah. Be a real <laughs> The last throwback. feature, full character and enemy dismemberment. Nice. <laughs> also known as jibbing someone. Yeah. Gibbs. Giblets. Oh, that's oh. awesome. That was and just to make sure that it's an, a modern game, achievements have been added. No, of course. Of course. Whatever. Gotta have your achievements. Gotta have the achievements. All right. We've come up against... No, our... no, we're not going to be breaking yet. Oh, oh let's oh, keep going. We don't have anything. Free and we got other oh game gosh. stuff to talk about. Give Grail a little mead and look what happens. Helen, yeah. <laughs> little mead and no time limit. No, That's no right. Time yeah, limit. exactly. That's the important part. Um, <laughs> Grail said, yeah, yeah, congratulations, Emperor. Yeah, you, 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 got, you, you got a kid. Whatever. I'm going to keep talking. Take, take a few weeks. Take your maternity <laughs> leave. Paternity <laughs> leave. Whatever. No. Uh, wow, lost a million subscribers in yeah. three months. This it's not shocking. shocking. Though it's fun, uh, the, the best part of it, I liked, um, oh, their head came out and basically said, well, looking at the time period, we think a lot of people migrated to Diablo 3. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and in another thread on your site, you're apologizing for the lack of endgame in Diablo 3 and yeah. lamenting your drop-off in play rates over there. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's yeah. I mean, we'll see if mists might will probably pick it back up. Well, I mean, some, this, this some can also be just part of the normal ebb and flow because we are seven coming years. up on September twenty fifth. I think is when mists launches. Yeah. yeah. So there's usually the big drop right before the new expansion comes out because everyone's played. Well, you may even have a, a bigger drop, or I don't know if it's going to recover as well because right at the end of August you're going to have Guild Wars two come out. Yeah. So you'll have that initial burst of people wanting to play that. Especially because Mists is not ready yet. Yeah. Well, yeah, but a million is a lot. I mean, has has it been like that for previous launches? I don't think it was no. that big. A million is a lot of people. Yeah. It's a huge Not that they're lot. hurting too much. Well, yeah. They're still, still at nine, nine million. million so yeah. There's still nobody is anywhere near them. Right, right. Or, or probably ever will be. Yeah, I don't know if we'll see that level again. But, I mean, well, you know, it's hard to say because a lot of people looked at the 400, 500,000 that EverQuest did and said, wow, I don't think anybody can really catch that. And then WoW came out and blew that out of the water. So, But there's something to be said to be for being first, 
but also you try and think, okay, what compelling thing would bring 20 million players in to something? And you think, well... Or- <laughs> we, the, 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 I think that's called Second Life. Yeah. And they didn't get anywhere near that many subscribers. Flying penises notwithstanding. They probably didn't have the right kind of porn. You've never been on Second Life, have you? Oh, heck no. There's all kind of porn. <laughs> they might as well just call Second Life Rule 34. Right. Ah, got right. Because if you can imagine it, it's been rendered in 3D. With full sound effects <laughs> and scene. Yeah. I would love to hear the full sound effects of a flying penis. <laughs> Get a Second Life account. I guess. <laughs> she thinks I'm joking. Thank you for that, guys. All right. But anyway, the, so, yeah. um, <laughs> but you think of, you know, you try and think of what would be the things that would be that big of a draw, and they've been tried Star Wars, Star Trek. Mm hmm. And they failed to impress. I mean, Star Wars twice. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the yeah. Rings. I mean, your your pillars of nerddom, nerddom, definitely have not held up anywhere near as well as WoW did. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think WoW is going to be the end of that era of MMOs. Once it finally dies, that this that paradigm that WoW brought to the table, Where everyone's playing is going one game. To change. We're yeah. going to fragment, just like we've talked about. You know, television, movies, going well, serving smaller and smaller niche audiences. I think you'll uh, actually. I, I foresee that it will still be people playing one universe, but maybe different games within that universe that interact. See, wouldn't that be interesting? And we're I, trying that Eve, with we're trying that with Dustin Eve. Yes. Uh-huh. And I think yeah. that's what you're going to see is you'll have, then you can get your first person shooter crowd in the same realm as your MMO players, as RTS people. And maybe if you can bring that all together in something more meaningful than it is today, that, that could be the next big thing. And then, of course, the company will come out and, like, look at our subscriber base. It's half the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you mean, you, you know, despite Blizzard's denial, 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 you know, StarCraft Worlds. Yeah. Instead, you know, as their next big MMO, uh-huh. and I could see there being the three aspects to that: good old MMO, right? A first-person shooter, a la Planet Side, StarCraft Ghost. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it was meant to be. I know, I know. And a real-time strategy component, right. yeah, where you could RTS to take control of a continent or a planet. Or get to a pivotal battle, and then the first-person shooter guys have to come in yeah. and try and win a battle. But if you win it, you give them fire support or something along those lines. Yeah, this could be knit together into something fairly Amazing. awesome that yeah. has a little bit of something for everybody. Right. Um, I don't know. Just, I've seen you know in older public they tried to, to put the space combat thing in there mm-hmm. to have there be, but it's you know, it's very much on rails and it wasn't really the sure. It wasn't what you were. I mean, it's not X-Wing. It's not X-Wing. Yeah. And we all want X-Wing. We all want, yeah, we yes. want X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. Back. Because it remains awesome. Oh, yeah, to this day. I mean... It's one of the best fight simulators space, for space. Space flight yeah. sims in general are yeah. just wicked good fun. Yeah. And then, and then you add in, you know, ships like the classic X-Wing, and right. you just, you're taking it to the next level. Yeah, yeah. Space games are great because if you're looking at the floor, you're actually not actually looking at the floor. There's stuff down there, too. The enemy's gate is down. <laughs> right. 
So, I mean, I, yeah, those are a lot nicer than on Earth fighting games, I think, for me. Yeah. So, I'm really bad at those. Speaking about futuristic technology, I'm not letting the segment end. Um, <laughs> did you see me giving you the reference? Oh, I know. <laughs> I saw you going for it. Um, I have a friend that's playing the Mech Warrior online beta. Ah. So I've gotten some feedback from him on What that. are the reports? Um, well, the one thing that's keeping me from really jumping in right away is it's PvP only. So oh, yeah. he's a little like, eh. This is the guy I played Streets of Rage 2 with all the time. So it's, you know. He really? Definitely, he's in the beta? Yeah, he got because he bought the legacy version, or the legendary version, ah, which gives you instant beta okay. access. So he's been playing that. But um, overall, he's the graphics, you know, are awesome. Really, really well done. Um, the, uh, let's see, the, the mechs all handle really interestingly. It's pretty fast-paced. And your light mechs, like a Jenner, is very viable, just as an Atlas would be okay. viable. Mm. So they did a good job of mixing it up. Um, obviously, though, it's all team-based. So if your team sucks, you're screwed. You're screwed. <laughs> if you, you know, especially if your team likes, because there's two ways to win. You either annihilate to the other team or you destroy their base. Okay. And so he's like, what I find is basically we log in and people run off to try to get the other base and they get picked off, especially if the other team is playing like a team and just sits back at their base and waits Snipes for the you. hell out of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or um, everybody kind of meets in the middle and you just duke it out duke and see out. what happens. Uh, so, but it, like, these, like the LRMs, everything looks really awesome. It feels good. It took them a little while to get the controls set up, but it's very playable just with a keyboard and mouse, just like the previous Mech Warriors were. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it, overall, it's really fun. It has a nice leveling progression system. You can buy a chassis and customize it however you want. So it has that aspect to it as well, which, you know, from a pen and paper days, that used to be I spent hours, hours. making oh my, my own mech. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, it's it sounds good. I'm really more I, I wish Granora would be able to probably talk a little bit more about this. I'm really waiting for the MechWarrior Tactics, mm-hmm. which is the RTS or not uh, turn-based uh, version an of an online adaptation of the tabletop. Yeah, exactly. Game. So, and but they've also now announced a uh, iPad game that they're coming out with as well, which is like, all right, that might be double cool. plus, very good, good. Yeah. So interesting. interesting. It's good. I'm, you know, it's not enough to make me want to pre-order it to get in the beta. It's like I'll wait, let it launch. Hopefully they have like a co-op play or some sort of thing in the works to add on later. Uh, yeah. But right now, I mean, at least it's I, there's no, it's not, never a bad thing if more battle tech is happening. So mm-hmm. I'm always excited for any of that. So just like Shadowrun, I'm always anything yes, Shadowrun. Anything Shadowrun. I'm very okay with it happening. Even the Xbox game, I'm okay with it. Get me my Mad Cat and I'm a happy camper. Yeah, no Mad Cats. It's all interesting. I know, it's, it's, it's yeah. not, Omnimax aren't there yet, but no, my no. day will come. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It'll, be a, it'll be one of the, the first launches or something. Oh, you I mean, know the, what's the, the predecessor to the Mad Cat? The, um, I mean, it was the blending of the Catapult and the There's Marauder. Marauder, yeah. I was, I'll, be, I'll be happy with the Marauder. Yeah. But it's close, but it's not a Mad Cat. I want my PPGs. Yeah, I want the Warhammer. I always <laughs> love the Warhammer. That one was awesome. Guys in their giant robots. That's right. <laughs> okay. It's not the size. It's what you do with it. It's the says size. Says the Jenner pilot. It's the size. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'll be in my Thor. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in my bunk. You may end the segment. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for my clearance. There you go. You are listening to... Hardcore. Grail runs the show. I might as well teach him how to use Sam Brock <laughs> Like, that's going to happen. <laughs> 
We use software on the show. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. You are listening to Casual Hacker Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator by JitBit Software. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com or follow the link from the left-hand side of our main page at vtwproductions.com. Coming your way, we have some Marion Call. This is from the recently passed Wootstock 4.0, celebrating her favorite holiday. Enjoy. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Shark Week, it be Shark Week, it be Shark Week. Wear your fin hat and bare your teeth. Build a couch cushion coral reef. Right, TV trays for the family meal. Mama's home fried baby seal. Oh, Shark Week, it be Shark Week, it be Shark Week, it be Shark Week. Cartilaginous, fierce and free Sing along with your salty crew It be Shark Week, it be Shark Week It be Shark Week all week through Alright, you're doing okay, a bit rusty But here's what I need you to do I need you to, um, what is it, Pirate's favorite cartilaginous apex predator? That's how I need you to say it I know you understand me. Don't you remember all those happy days sitting around the television with your entire family, how school would be out, how your parents would have days off work so that you could enjoy watching the best footage that underwater cameras have ever brought us? You remember it, right? Days of yore, the old 70s specials, eating all the goldfish you could. That's right. Well, in memory of that happy science-based holiday, you should all sing with me now. You ready? Shark Week, it be Shark Week, it be Shark Week, it be Shark Week. Wear your fin hat and bare your teeth. Build a couch cushion coral reef. Yes, TV trays for the family meal. Mama's home fried baby seal. Oh, Shark Week, it be Shark Week. Shark Week, it'd 
You are listening to VTW. 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 Productions. 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 Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Versus the World Radio. Researched Chaos. Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Onward and forward into the researched chaos section of our program. Now, who did we have participating this time? Let me get to the appropriate. <laughs> I can name them because there's there three. three. <laughs> Bring Mac- it on. MacBit. MacBit. Not to be confused with MacButt. Fangs. With a Z, and it's the Z what makes it cool. And. Excuse me, I need to take a little sip here. Yeah. All right. Boba fetish. That's yep. right. Thank you for returning to me, Boba. Yeah. Gotta keep my, my vocal cords well lubed with mead. Thank you to all three of you guys, though. Yeah. Um, and what was the title of this week's Really? Thread? You have to ask that? Yes, I do. <laughs> I got it. I got they it. go to such effort to provide kidding. us with bizarre this and strange titles. Provided by a- aforementioned MacBit. Uh, from the <laughs> desk of director Nick Fury edition. Awesome. Which Daxa can talk about where that comes from. Uh, well, I, I, you know, Pinterest steals a lot of my time. And <laughs> yeah, I put Pinterest support on our front page the other day. So. <laughs> yeah, well, then I will like you. <laughs> yeah, I will pin it. I will pin it. <laughs> you look at the front page of VTW Productions. I will pin the crap out of this. I will pin the crap out of There's a pin it on the front page. But no, there's a, on their, their humor geeky section. It's actually the geek section. In their geek section, a lot of this comes up. And it's actual letters from, what? I know what comes up in the geek section. <laughs> <laughs> it's really of, good mead. Moving on. A lot porn. of Doctor Who, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, That's right. porn. No, really, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how that got in there, but anyways, there was. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> I had to. Sorry. <laughs> it's really good mead. Back to the Nick Fury yes. edition. <laughs> so what it is, it's basically it's letters doctored from Nick Fury to the staff of S.H.I.E.L.D. about... Different things, uh, you know, processes, um, and just uh, just let us see does, but they're all really, really funny. And well, it's like a, an official office memo, but one that would be within yeah, Shield, like an official office memo telling Doctor Banner not to abuse his what makes him angry, and that um, meetings make me angry is not <laughs> a proper, you know, response. Reason to excuse prop- yourself from a meeting. Exactly. So just things like that, but it, they're really, really funny, and that's where it comes yeah. from. Okay, so not to discriminate or exclude anyone, even though he posted very late, Deus Ex did get into the research thread for this week. He must have posted like an hour ago. Yeah, like basically <laughs> 9 to 10 a.m. on Sunday morning it's is when the Grail cutoff. reads this. That's stuff. when I actually read it. So if you're in after that, I really don't look back at the form or listen to the shows or go to the website. Stop talking. <laughs> So, yes, Deus Ex did post something in there as well. So, Grail's work for the show basically constitutes half an hour while he's awake and I'm not and he's making coffee. Yeah. There's (laughs) coffee involved, so you know it's good. (laughs) Do go on. (laughs) All righty. So, let's see here. We have, let's see. Well, we were talking a little bit about Doctor Who. And Doctor Who. Well, tell tell the fans what has happened. We haven't spoken to them about this yet. 
We started part? watching it? Yes. Oh, <laughs> we, we did start watching it. Yes. That That is yes. a new experience. The heathens are coming in from the rain. We told now, you we would eventually yes. watch it. We just hadn't had I the time. I didn't believe you, you I said. like to say I had watched pretty much all of Tom Baker back in the day. Yep. So it's not like I've never seen Doctor Who. I just hadn't seen the modern, new modern version. I've never seen Doctor Who. The one with a budget. So, we <laughs> yeah, we, we watched the... We've watched three seasons. We mm-hmm. saw the... Ninth Doctor Eccleston, Eccleston or, which I love, which I really liked him. I wish he would have stayed for at I least one more I, season. I think yeah. he, they should have had him just a little bit longer. I really liked he him. He had a great attitude. He I was kind of like a badass. I yeah, think. he was like when he got pissed, you were like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is a Time Lord that's pissed." No, I really I liked the dimension he brought to the character because he was supposed to have been fresh off right. the implied horror of the Time War, mm-hmm. and he's the last of his kind. He's really feeling it and. It's implied he's fresh off of regeneration because he's like checking his ears in the mirror, yeah. and um, so that's a really short regeneration too. He didn't yeah. last very yeah. long. No, seriously. Um, but I would have, I would have liked to have at least one more season. Of yeah, him, yeah. I, he was really, I really good. No, I, I liked uh, Eccleston's take on the character. I think so. he he brought a certain, I don't know, ba- almost badassness, badass I'm like you. arrogance, but not arrogance in like a, a bad way. But like he was he was like bipolar yeah. too, though. Yeah, I mean he'd do the hello, I will kill your player, and then it's like you know you just messed with the wrong person mm-hmm. type level, and then it switched over to uh, tenant, and he he's really enthusiastic. I mean he he's really hot. he brings okay. I don't know about <laughs> that. The character he played right before Doctor Who. Oh yeah, Casanova. Oh, oh, okay. Hot. Yeah. He wasn't really good in Harry. He wasn't hot in Harry Potter. No, he was evil. Yes, but yeah. he was he was hot. Right. But no, overall, it's been it's enjoyable. It's been really good, yeah, yeah, so far. It's been yeah. enjoyable. There's a, the, there's the occasional, like, uh, the episode's kind of silly, but yeah. but you get past it. Or some of them you were just not British enough to really get sometimes. Yeah. yeah Maybe that's, that's the issue. So, nonetheless, we are making our way through it, and we'll, you know, catch up to the rest of the world that's... You know, experienced this probably like four years ago. I would Something imagine. Like that, I yeah. Um, nonetheless, they did. I guess have a much other than the TARDIS sound. That's mm. all that was included in the opening of the Olympics. Mm-hmm. They had planned a actual video montage of the Eleven Doctors and some extra stuff around Doctor Who, but it got cut due to time constraints. Apparently. Which was weird because they, they had leaked the information. They had lots of ravening worldwide Doctor Who fans all queued up and ready mm. to. Yep, ready to. Right, and they even jump. did it. They even had the montage in their test run through, mm-hmm. and then which they, is why everyone was expecting. Right. right, and then they ended up cutting it, especially considering there's the episode where Tenet runs the Olympic torch and lights the flame. Yep. So everybody was kind of expecting something around that. You had a nod the, to have that come true. Or that something. would have been perfect. And you had Daniel Craig. You yes. know, acting as James Bond, in which was freaking awesome. Which was awesome, awesome, but still, I mean, obviously they were making nods to their media influence, right. and yet they left out one of the best-known British, you know, purely exports. British exports, right. uh, pretty much completely from the uh, the opening ceremony. Which is really sad. That would have been a really. I mean, there's a lot of Doctor Who fans. There's they're a all, lot. They're <laughs> all over the place. I mean, there were a lot of Doctor Who fans to begin with, but with this reemergence, they've found a whole other mm-hmm. you know, level of popularity. Yeah. 
Oh, for sure. And so, yeah, I was kind of bummed that that got cut. But I mean, there's been a lot of whining and kvetching about the coverage of the Olympics, especially with the, the ridiculous decisions that NBC has oh, made here in the States, where there was a section of the opening ceremonies that was a tribute to the uh, London Underground bombing victims. Oh, really? That they cut away from. Uh. And they had instead a, a what's his face uh, interviewing Michael Phelps. Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, yeah. That was dumb. But that was our coverage. Right, right. Yeah. Our coverage here has been unbelievably horrible. Bad. I mean, there's been some, some great comedy made from yes. the. They, so they're showing the time delayed uh, swimming, and they're saying, Will this young lady get the gold? We'll be right back for the running of the whatever. <laughs> how many, I mean, it's, and then they cut to the, to the advertisement for tomorrow on today, we're going to interview this young lady who just won her gold medal yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> The best oh, thing I saw was idiots. a Colbert report. Well, no, I saw oh. a tweet that basically said, "Don't blame NBC for their poor Olympics coverage. They're not used to people watching them." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome uh, and true. Who yeah. was it? Colbert was interviewing somebody about the the new rover that's going tomorrow. Curiosity. The Curiosity. It's going tonight, tomorrow. Yeah. or technically tomorrow, but it's going to be eleven thirty yeah. our time. Right. Yes. So he was interviewing someone about that, and they were talking about how we couldn't watch it live because there is a fourteen delay, fourteen minute delay from Mars to here, and he's like, "Oh, so better than the co- than the Olympic coverage." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was really, yeah, that's going to be so neat. I really want to see. I mean, that. Have you seen the illustrations of yes. their landing mechanism with yes. the sky cranes? Like, it's insane. It's insane. It's like it's like a steps. Hollywood movie. Yeah, it's like what did you get Spielberg to whip this up or <laughs> yeah. something with a dash of Ron Howard? I mean. Yeah, with them coming in, it's like 13,000 miles per hour when it hits the atmosphere. Yep. It's going to slow down. Then the heat shield's supposed to pop. Mm-hmm. Then it's supposed to descend more, release parachutes, slow down somewhat, open up the, the rover, mm-hmm. fire retro rockets, lower it on nylon ropes. On a crane. On a crane. From a jet-suspended sky yeah. crane. Drop it off, cut the ropes, and then fly, fly away off. so you don't land on the... Yeah, so you don't crash into it or anything. But it's I mean, crazy. Previously, you know, they've done the balut thing where they had the big balloons, but these were for the tiny little rovers. Yeah. This right. thing's the size of a VW Beetle. Right. Well, it's got a lab in it. Yeah. It's got it's a chem lab, in it. chem lab in it. Multiple labs, yeah. So, you know, they, they had to come up with a, I mean, this is not all that new. The original Viking landers back in the 70s were rocket-powered descent yeah. the whole way. They just weren't designed to be rovers. They, they, they right. descended and then they stayed put. Here they try to do a rocket powered descent, but also drop it gently so it can then drive off. Yeah. No, I mean you were talking about your future moment earlier. Yeah. Like this is serious future, future moment. This thing's yeah. telling us the weather all the way to Mars. Mm-hmm. It's been reporting back what the it's got a Twitter radiation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. How cool is that? It, and I mean, you know, it's one of those things where you kind of. I first heard it. It's like, okay, great, we've landed something on Mars. But then you really take into account like. What if it does find that there was evidence of life on Mars? Like that's really it's very total recall. mind mind blow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get your ass to Mars. <laughs> well, it's just the, it's even though there's there's not apparent life there now, it's just evidence that there was life can happen elsewhere, or that the, in previous if there was life right. there. Just, but so just, just the fact there, there are theories that Mars at one point was much more Earth-like, Earth-like yeah. and something went horribly wrong. Right. But just, I mean, we could speculate all we want sure. that there's billions upon billions of stars and Earth-like planets all over the universe, 
and you know the, the conditions that arose here must have arisen somewhere else. Yeah. Yes. That's saying, okay, yes, mathematically it says must have happened. That's not the same as finding a fossilized bacteria that say it, it freaking did, did happen. It did happen. Absolutely. Then you're thinking of, okay, we are not alone in the universe kind of goes up another notch. What do you think, Barry? I was about to say, think about know. not alone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've been lurking in the background. <laughs> Every time I try to say something, you guys keep talking. You're, it's, it's so hard it's, to be the, the fourth chair when you can't see me. It's, it's the, what we it's do. The mead. It's the mead. <laughs> we talk over each other all the time, and you're not even so, here. So, to catch up on the topics you've been talking about since I've been on the call, it's about goddamn time you started watching uh, Doctor Who. Lots of friends <laughs> have North. And uh, I actually thought of the Total Recall, Get Your Ass to Mars tie-in. Why didn't they use that with the new movie? But then again, I don't think the new movie is set on Mars. It's no, not. it's not. No, no, no. no Mars involvement at all. They have two colonies on Earth that they go between. Um, but see, this... Uh, Mars Landing is actually more interesting than the remake of Total Recall. Oh, oh I agree. I, I agree. Yeah, this, this I, honestly, and I'm somewhat of a sports fan, yeah. this Mars Landing is more interesting to me than the Olympics. Yeah. The, yeah okay, well, that's not saying much. Lots of stuff are more interesting than the Olympics. <laughs> well, no, the Olympics yeah. is pretty dull. Okay, the Hall of Fame game is tonight for football. I'm definitely interested in that. The Mars Rover is slightly bigger to me than the Hall of Fame game. Because you get a Hall of Fame <laughs> game every year. Yeah. We yes. don't drop a, a, a VW Beetle-sized rover on, on another Mars. planet. That is there to see if there is life. Yeah. Exactly. It's the importance That's of really the mission, impressive. really, the yeah. more than the dropping the car on but Mars. I just, I just think of you know, and all this crap is happening in an automated fashion. Yep. Because they're not like, they're not joysticks. They're not controlling no, this. No. 14 minute delay. delay. Yeah. Yes. And... So you, you wrap your head around the amount of preparation and testing and math mm-hmm. that goes into that. And then listen, and then uh, listen, <laughs> listen to the uh, NPR interview where they interviewed the, I guess, the chief engineer mm-hmm. for this whole thing. And he is the most unique individual because yeah. he wasn't even into science, didn't even, I think he ended up either flunking out of college or not going to college. And only ended up going and studying physics because one day he fell in love with some constellation. Wow. And then went back, went to college, got his degree, and now he's the head engineer for this whole situation. Huh. Yeah. So it was really, his backstory was really neat. Well, there's a lot of good tweets also if you follow Neil uh, deGrasse Tyson. Oh, yeah. He's, he's tweeting the Mars rover asking all these questions. <laughs> like, I know you were built by engineers but developed by scientists, but really, which one do you like more? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I love that I'm guy. getting messages from the IRC that the stream is done. Which Aww. is interesting because if we were having internet option, er, issues, we certainly wouldn't be hearing you reporting on them, Mr. Skype boy. Yeah. That's true. Duh. But there is an alarm going off in the background. <laughs> I've been trying to tell you that about apparently the house on a lag from you over Skype. Oh well, apparently the house is on fire, so Nomi's going to go figure out uh, where the extinguisher is. No, I'm just kidding. There's just some alarm going on. Oh, it's his amateur radio getting. I don't Pinged know. Or whatever. From the yeah, moon or whatever something. Whatever the right terminology is. So, anyways, we'll move on in our uh, segment here, and obviously, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this we? <laughs> oh, okay, Gnome will fix it in Gnome post. Gnome doesn't fix anything; right. he just says he does. 
so speaking about Total Recall, yes. the MPAA hosts a screening of Total Recall to educate Congress on the benefits of IP protection. Yeah, that that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's weird. Basically, it's their way of getting around giving gifts to Congress by including a educational, in quotes, portion of uh, the program right before the movie. Uh, they did this before with, I think, like the Avengers or some, some or Dark Knight Rises, where they basically talked about, oh, there are museums that are doing, you know, some sort of work around preserving uh, film archives. Mm -hmm. So they were then able to give Congress a free with all the bells and whistles of Dark Knight Rises. So this one for Total Recall, they're actually including a piece to say, hey, by the way, make sure you have legislation that protects our IP. Uh, yeah. against the evil, you know, downloaders and uh, copyright protection folks that are uh, infringing upon it. I wonder uh -huh. how long that speech actually lasted. Uh, I'd guess five minutes. Yeah. So I would say so, because people, they probably were just like, yeah, shut up, get on with the movie. Yeah. I wonder how many people of Congress, though, are really going to go see Total Recall. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> That's the other question. Well, I can understand. They don't exactly Batman strike here. me as the... Total Recall type crowd. Really? They're more sort of an eyes wide shut crowd as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> For them, it's more of a documentary, though. Yeah. I yeah. don't know how to feel about that movie because I really love Stanley Kubrick. You don't, have to, you don't have to love everything he's ever done. No, I must do that. <laughs> Drink your meat. Okay. <laughs> I, right. I, I, I thought two that words, movie was interesting. AI, okay? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But good, he, good he, point. He, he didn't finish it. No, he didn't. So we finish can't blame it. him for yeah. that. No, I, I like that movie. It was interesting. It, it was, Eyes wide shut. Yeah, it was okay. I it just, I mean, it wasn't Clockwork Orange. It was not uh, um, Doctor Strange Love. Uh, so you know, the he, he kind of set the bar. Yeah, really a little high for himself. Yeah. How I learned. You no, know, I've never seen either one of those movies. What? <laughs> I'll help you draw up what? the divorce papers immediately after the show. I really how haven't. I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. Um, oh, I mean, I I know all the references just like before watching Doctor Who. I knew who all the people were. I knew about Donna. I knew about everybody. protect your precious bodily I bodily just, fluids. Yeah, I just damn have never seen that entire movie. Either oh one of them. God, wow. I know. Those were yeah exactly yeah <laughs> holding down the arm. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, no. Nope. Peter Sellers. Peter and Sellers and one of the fine. Even though I, as a kid, of course, I loved him as Inspector Clouseau. Of course, he was amazing as the Doctor and Doctor Strangelove. When I took a I took a classical movies class yeah. in college, but those weren't in there. Gentlemen, there is Sorry. no fighting in the war <laughs> yeah, room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, yeah, those are two. We'll, we'll have to. We need an, a Daxa movie night. <laughs> <laughs> we need to fix you. Oh, wow. Daxa movie night. Hey. This is one of the things that, that Netflix has helped. And, and actually, there's the various methods of getting internet. Sure. And you fill in gaps of just movies you know you were supposed to have seen and just have never gotten around to for whatever reason but really <coughs> i don't have that list what can i uh, yeah well you don't have the list of things you need to get to no, no. 
movie movies. I've seen them all. Because you saw oh, okay. them while we were raiding. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve hundred DPS mage, yes. From Daxa. Uh huh. The floor hugger. <laughs> I should have been watching them. I had time to watch them while I was on the floor. So I'm going to go to break here, and I'm going to reset the cable modem okay. while we're on break. So you will likely lose the stream, and we'll need to retune in, but hopefully that'll deal with our encoding issues. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Here's another track from the Double Clicks. This one is Will They or Won't They? We'll be back right after this. So does that... Our next performers, uh, we first encountered them. Uh, Storm and I were doing uh, a couple of shows in the Pacific Northwest uh, with our friend Hank Green, uh, a show called uh, Nerds and Music, um, which is kind of like the off-brand version of Woodstock, I guess. Uh, and uh, these ladies cold emailed us, just sent us an email saying we would love to perform in your show. That never, ever works. Ever. Except this one time. Because <laughs> first of all, the email was short, it was to the point, and it contained links to two awesome songs by them. Uh, and the songs spoke for themselves. Uh, we were very happy to have them join us, and they absolutely owned the stage uh, and stole the show. Regardless of that fact, we are having them here at Woodstock tonight. We're very pleased to bring to you the double clicks. And even when you're right, I look like the smart one. 
and I are kind of like Counselor Troy and Riker in that I'm good at what I do and you are usually useless. See, I switched it up that time. In these stories we want to know, will they or won't they? But with us, I know the answer, we won't. Hi, this is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I'm a nerd and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com. The tubes have been reset. I repeat, the tubes have been reset. The chair is against the wall. Waiting on that reset. Wait. (laughs) Okay, there we go. Internet's not a large truck. That you can it is not it. a large truck. It is not something you just dump something on. It is, in fact, a series of tubes. Now we have cruised on into our loosely half of the show here, as Grail insisted on going all free form. I don't think we're into the fourth half. We still have research. No, stuff. research chaos was what we just finished. You Are sure? You- all right. You can continue with it if no, you wish, no, of we course. Go, no, let's go ahead and l- listener calls. Well, because we got... You know, the internet's up. Let's do it. Yes. There is that. And joining us via the miracle of Skype, we have the guy with the beer. But also, who else has joined us? Or not. That's good radio. True. Yeah, <laughs> that there's good radio. Hey, true. True. Hey, true. <laughs> uh, 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 are we dealing with... The flag again. Robot, robot. How's your universe there, True? Yeah, this is going well. That thing went. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, John Yon. Good night. Mm. So, Barry, how you doing? Mm. That didn't work too well. <laughs> I'm doing uh, uh, something to contribute to the call in segment. Sure. Uh, Bring topic. it. Actually, on Ma- topic? My favorite arcade, rare, I know. My favorite uh, arcade uh, multiplayer game was the uh, X-Men arcade game, the stand-up one that uh, had uh, two screens and six joysticks. Yeah, you could play six. pretty much every character. There was a huge console yeah, it was on like it. like Wolverine, Colossus, Dazzler, Storm, Cyclops. Cyclops and Storm and Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, yeah. yeah. Did you, say, did you say Nightcrawler? Yeah, Jeez. yeah, yeah. They came yeah. out with a version of wow, that game was awesome. And then, oh, go ahead. No, it's, oh. it's the whole. Sky oh yeah, I was gonna say this. Oop, and he's gone. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna reboot the Skype because. Okay. So yeah. Anyways, the X uh, X Men in the arcade was a really well done co op. It's they had they had different versions of it. They had the one mammoth dual right. screen version of it with a, a joystick for every yeah. Character. character. Yeah, and they even came out with a version of it for iOS, I believe. Really? Yeah. Hmm. See, I haven't used really haven't used the the iPad for gaming all that much. So well, you do hate freedom, that. so I understand that. <laughs> Squinty That's eyes me. does not translate well over. Yes, <laughs> but this does. That doesn't sound squinty eye. Dying fire. 
Is that German? This is a shower. Oh my gosh. I got nothing. Yeah. All right. So we have no callers. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is hardcore. We don't even need callers. Right. Talk amongst ourselves. Oh. And no lieutenant guard. What my? Okay, so yeah, the arcade. A lot of uh, my early co-op experience definitely was arcade. X Men, uh, the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Oh God, yes, yeah. that was awesome. Uh, Final Fight. A uh, lot of the old side-scroller beat-em-up games came from the arcade, which were really a lot of fun. It was Do you remember the Rampage series? Of course. <laughs> Lizzie the Lizard yes. and uh, George, I think, was the was, ape, the gorilla. Or was he the... Maybe he, I don't remember. But yeah, destroying the buildings. That was awesome. the best part. Rampage World Tour, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good stuff. I mean, shoot. We played that a lot. A ton. because it was awesome. Yeah. How you powered up your character? Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, you eat little people. <laughs> eat little people. Obviously. Durr. Energy. Our college years were spent playing a lot of video games. I'm trying I to remember. What was, the, what was the Mortal Kombat-like game, but it was with giant animals? It was like post-nuclear uh, war Earth and the great... Uh, God, I'm trying to remember. It was like the giant ape was one of them, and they were basically Godzilla-style monster yeah. fighting game. Um, I remember. I know what you're talking about, but I can't no remember the name. To save my it life. was Primal something. Yeah, Primal Earth. Eh, I don't know. Mongo only pawn. Yeah, life. exactly. <laughs> Don't know. Yeah, no. Our college days are definitely spent in gaming based on how much money we spent our old Blockbuster and yes. late fees. Oh, oh my gosh. Damn. Because, yeah, us and a friend of ours, we would rent a game and... Never return it. Maybe a month later we would return it, and somehow they kept renting to us, even though we never paid. Okay, True, here's your next chance. What do you Sorry, got? Sorry, True. Well, uh, hopefully you can actually hear me this time. I reset my connection. I said I think you've done like three or four times. So uh, everyone's favorite, as far as the comic topic, if you never play, if you ever play that, we got everything but the actual game <laughs> that, you, <laughs> that you wanted. That you was your favorite. What was the game? Magica. Magica. Oh, okay. Magica. I got. I got that in the summer sale, so yeah. but I haven't played it yet. Our son really wants us to play that. That's right. He keeps bugging us about it. It's how he rolls. So what was your fa- what was what did you like about Magica? Other than the lag. Okay, happy day for Skype. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, penis. Okay. Dang it. I was really looking forward to this call topic, I too. Know. You can always redo it. Damn you, gnome! I'm not entirely sure that was on our end. Let's try a new caller. Okay. Hello, you're on Casually Hardcore. Who's calling? Um, uh, good evening. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely, my that's definitely our end. I, we're getting every third word. Like so. And he had an accent, too. Aww. I know. So sad. 
So sad. I'm going to cry into my mead. So, you're, oh, your delicious tears. Mm-hmm. I feast upon them. Yep. Hmm. Sad. So, so anyways, <laughs> talking about... How about that reliable internet service? Great co-op experiences. Mm-hmm. I always come back to like the older school games. Obviously, back in the day before, like internet was widely available. Um, fast internet, I should say. Okay. Um, things like Contra. Ah, that was pretty epic co-op. Um, no, no, mm. Daxa. No, see this blank look on my oh, face. No, no. God, I mean, it has the Konami code. Yep. Uh, yeah, and remember up, last up, time down, I had down, to left, right, left, ba, select, start. At yeah. the last packs, I had to say that for something, and yeah. I didn't know what it was. I made you do it because yeah. I have never played that. Pack. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's it's the ultimate cheat code. Um. So, yeah, I mean, that Ikari Warriors, I mean, there's a lot of the Ikari Warriors was essentially the same game. (laughs) Yeah, except it was, like, top-down. Right. And you were going, like, up the screen instead of across the screen. (laughs) Mm. No, no. All right, Wayne, how is your connection to us doing? (laughs) That well, huh? Awesome. Oh, mine's not. (laughs) I don't know why I keep trying. Oh, but, so... Oh, no, it's funny. I can hear you guys. You just can't hear me. Oh, I, I heard, heard that. Do go on. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, Skype says internet connection problem. Who, who hmm. was this anyway? Who that was, was Doc Dead. That was Doc. I thought I recognized that voice. The sultry sound of his voice. See, I think call-ins are a bust today, yeah, kids. Yeah, call-ins Sorry. are a bust. Sorry, guys. We'll have to well, fix it in post, post. right, Grail? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're going to uh, get the internets all up in there and take care of it with the Grab bites. A ha- and a hammer. Yeah, yeah. There'll, the there'll internet's be all Monkeys up and duct cake. It'll be awesome. Monkeys and cupcakes? Duct tape. Duct, duct tape. tape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like monkeys and cupcakes better, actually. I, I was going to say. I Cup think cupcakes. Like, yeah, monkeys and cupcakes are better. Speaking of duct tape, cupcakes. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, so yep. we'll definitely revisit this one next week yes. when, when we have a functional internet. Sheesh. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, going from there, Diablo obviously is a huge co-op. Yes, uh, and that game. one. That one's a lot of fun. Um, definitely played that. You mentioned we had emails though. Oh yes. Why don't we do some emails before? If you got does emails. I don't want to kill people's thunder for next week by I just know. naming all the co op mm-hmm. games I've played. And and um do you have emails up? Because I don't yes, have I emails do. up. Okay. Oh, yay. Let's do it. So this one comes to us from Kung Fu Kao of Stormscale US. Awesome name. It is indeed. Hey casuals, long time listener, second time emailer, maybe. Has Gwen ever heard of Mobile Frame Zero? It's a new tabletop game played with robots made of Legos. The game looks similar to Warhammer-type tabletop games. So I have a local game shop, but it's got me digging through boxes and boxes of Legos to make robots. Here's yeah. a few links, um, and I will really? link these for... Is it fantasy or 40K? <laughs> <laughs> it's Legos and robots. Okay, so that 40K. That pretty much so 40K. cover it for So 40K, you. got it. Yeah. That's all you had to say. Yeah. Don't get snarky. Yeah. You could have just answered the question. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm reading the emails. <laughs> All right, moving along here. Mm. So yes, there was a link that in the, and then the, oh, here's the coolest thing: is the Flickr page with pictures of all of the different 
emails or different robots that people are creating for this. Hmm. So I'll link this in oh, IRC cool. and in the show notes. There it is. Perfect. Awesome sauce. Was there more emails or just one email? Oh, no, there's many more here. Oh, read another one. So game suggestion for Gnome, which I had asked for nice. last oh, week. Okay. This is from MacBit, not to be confused with MacButt. Although MacButt is way funnier. A little bit. Hey, CH Crew, a game I've gotten into thanks to the Steam summer sale that would meet Gnome's time restrictions would be Orcs Must Die. Ah. They just came out with part two. Yes, they did. It's tower defense combined with a third-person shooter. So unlike a traditional tower defense, you aren't sitting around when low on resources. The traps available to you start out simple but get more involved, deadly, and outrageous as you progress. A lot of players love coming up with special trap combos for choke points. Mm. There's a story that unfolds as your game progresses. Your character is a cocky apprentice that is all alone versus the horde. They make funny comments throughout the gameplay, as do the orcs. The game doesn't take itself too seriously and is just as interested in the total number of orcs killed as anything else. Mm. Hmm, I believe I should be looking into Orcs Must Die and Orcs Must Die 2 as soon as we're done not streaming this through my non-functional internet connection. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that one was one of those that was on the fence for the Steam summer sale, but just mm-hmm. didn't quite fit didn't into the... Didn't make the, the cut. Didn't, didn't cut, make the cut to the budget, so... Now, here is a gamer girl, or how, do gamers get girls infographic that we were sent a while back, and I'm finding now getting around to link this in the IRC. Do gamers get girls? Yep. Well, I don't know. You guys are gamers. Do you get girls? Are you a girl? I think so. So that would be yes. Gamers get girls, then. That's right. That's our scientific study right yeah. there, guys. And question answered. <laughs> <laughs> Boobies. Yeah. Uh, so I linked it in the IRC. We'll put it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Gamers get girls. How does online gaming stack up, stack up against online dating? Mm. Ah, okay. Online gaming is bigger. Number one dating site, eHarmony, about one million members. Number one gaming site, World of Warcraft, about, and this is from a while ago, right. 12, million 12 million members, million. still nine. Uh, younger. Online dating median age, 48. Online gaming median age, 32. It's more frequented. Online gate dating average, 1.4 hours per month. Online gaming average, 34.6 hours per month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that wow. makes sense. That rings true. Yes, yep. it does. <laughs> gaming by the numbers. It's bringing people together. In a survey of World of Warcraft players, 74.7% are dating someone else who plays the game. Only 33% of dating site users are dating someone they met from the sites. Oh, wow. On Match.com, a man can expect one reply for every 100 people he contacts. Wow. 42 out of 100 of women gamers find themselves attracted to another player. Hmm. Wait, 42% of women find themselves attracted to another player? Apparently. Yeah. What's the men percentage? How many percentage of men find themselves attracted to another player? One in one. (laughs) (laughs) One in 1.5 if you count all the chicks that are actually dudes. Right. (laughs) So (laughs) this is a great infographic that goes on the the superior uh, approach to finding a compatible mate online may simply be to keep gaming and, and interact with your fellow players rather than necessarily throwing any money at an online dating service. Which rings disturbingly true for me, actually. Yeah. 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 That's true. 
Now, this one I have to read here because it's simply titled, God Damn It, Disney. So it sounds like an addition. Oh, okay. okay. In addition to the God Damn It list. We need okay. a drop in for that. I know. <coughs> no. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a George Carlin drop in that will fit Okay. Perfectly. Oh, there you go. Perfect. I have to go find it, but... No, that's fine. This is from Serethis. Serethis here, the guy inspired by Russians building a tiger tank in their garage. This week on why, <laughs> why, why internet and real life shouldn't breed, we have this. Now, he links to... Let me give this in the IRC. The Rick. There is why, that. Why internet and this... Why um, internet in real life, life should not breed. They must never breed. Okay. Recently, Disney executives heard about Dolan and Gooby and immediately decided to jump on the bandwagon. Um, Dolan and Gooby are these weird takes on Donald and Goofy mm-hmm. that you'll find on 4chan. And um, now these were actually photoshopped where they took the really, did a really great job of making it look like the characters. We're standing in the actual parks. It claims these pictures were taken at Disneyland, Disney World last weekend. Um, and then he goes on to observe that apparently no one told the staff at Disneyland, or in this case Disney, Disneyland, <laughs> Disneyland, that Dolan is a rapist child murderer. Mm. Keep up the good work. P.S. So it has come to this. After all this time, I am quitting WoW. No. <gasps> okay. There's only a million people with you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the law icon factor is not high enough in Pandaria for me to put up with all the cutesy rabbit people and general silliness of the expansion. Yeah. Uh, We're there for yeah. you, brother. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. You know. I mean, Everyone I saw... Everyone gets over it at a different time in their lives, so... The influx of the furries beginning with the worgen. Right. Um, but those were mean furries. Oh, not some of the sites I ran across. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh. Scarred for life. Just want to note that that's time you could have spent gaming. But that's okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of crap our listeners email to us, man. <laughs> Cannot unsee. Just because they send you a link doesn't mean you have to click on it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some yeah. of our listeners are evil. They do that just to mess with you. And we love them anyway. <laughs> That's right. All right. That neatly brings us to the end. So thank you for the great email. <laughs> Keep them coming. Because you never know when we have to jam and fill in for the fact that the freaking call-ins were not working. Right. Thank you, Cox. And we Internet. have to go analog-ish. Okay. Sort of. Fix it in post. It's, it's, it's a magic wand it's a magic and a cauldron wand. that I fix everything with with... Black magic, as far as your husband's concerned. It's not like you fix anything anyway. You just say you're going to and never do it. Okay, shut your hole. <laughs> How would you know when you never listen to I the listen, show? I'm the only one who does listen to the show. Oh, I see. I know. It becomes clear. Mm-hmm. But I digress. So, yeah. just a reminder. Due to the recent arrival of the Crown Prince, also known as Emperor's newly arrived son... There will be no emperor's court this evening because they are off greeting him and welcoming, welcoming him to the world. Congratulations to Mystic Mim and Emperor mm-hmm. on the safe, healthy arrival of their child. 
if I didn't already know that Emperor already has a child and has been through this, I'd be laughing maniacally as to what they're in for, but he already knows. He already knows. (laughs) Damn it, take all the fun out of it. Because Arch Nemesis has been hitting the terrible twos with a hammer lately. (laughs) She was, with all that sweetness and light and being a low-maintenance kid, lulling us into a false sense of Uh. security. And now it is game on. And there she goes right now. She's yeah. really talking about her. Well, you forgot. She's a girl. That's what we do. <laughs> a little you That's and right. some false I sense forgotten. of security. She's a girl. <laughs> All right. You have been listening to Casually Hardcore. It's really good meat edition. It's, yes. Live on Versus the World Radio. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Grail. And I've been Dexa. We'll we be back. out of here. <laughs> Got it. Done. <laughs> Bang. Silence! <laughs> <laughs> okay, now do that properly without slurring, please, no. Penis. <laughs> so anyway, we will be back next week with another fine show, hopefully where Skype does not let us down into the flaming pit of hell that it did today. And I can predict what next week's call-in topic will be. <gasps> what is your favorite? Mead. Mead. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to stop right there. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye-bye, radio people.